describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Announcements. Let me check my. You know, I did start putting bookmarks, which you commended me on, which I thank you very much. So I'm going to continue to try to put them on to help people if they're on YouTube, on the YouTube that they can see. So, announcements. Uh, GrogCon, we're still hoping for April, you know? Give me, a per, give me a percentage chance. I give it, well, uh, I give it a 40% chance. Wrong, twenty percent. Really? Okay. I don't know. So I guess it's thirty. If the hive mind, if you combine it, thirty percent chance. I'm rolling. Yeah. Here it is. This is whether GrogCon is happening. Sixty. Sixty. Not happening. Not happening. Well, I, you know, the things against it, obviously, is it's not our, it's not our <laughs> convention. True. You know, that's the first that's part. The second part is the. Um, you know, if, if, if people don't feel comfortable, and more importantly, if we don't feel comfortable, we're not going to... Oh, you mean, after that in, you mean after that incident with you last year that's, at the convention? That's right. Yeah, they, <laughs> we, don't want to, we don't want a repeat of that. There's going to be some very strict guidelines right. on what's going to happen social this year. Social distancing. James needs social distancing. Yeah. We impose social distancing rules on James before the pandemic. And masks. And face shields. More importantly, <laughs> face shields. Here. You had face shields. So that's, that's number two. Yeah. And so, okay, what's number three? I guess would be the pandemic. Right. If, if uh, you know, if, if I, I'm going to be very curious because it, it could work out perfectly if there's enough vaccines and enough people to take them. That we could be like Forrest Gump after the storm. We could be the only convention, the po- first post-pandemic right. 1E pan- uh, convention, which would be amazing. But it may be too early. So what, we'll have to see. It's going to play it by ear. Uh, um, let me say hi to Sir David Thompson. The uh, Chamberlain is on. The Chamberlain. Of Australia. The... The gibbering mouth. They, uh, gibbering mouth. He is a gibbering, gibbering or gibbering. Uh, gibbering. Would you Wait, consider an online convention? I would say probably. If if it was really going to be another eight months, you know, if we were going to go back to the October and it wasn't going to be delayed a month or so, and I don't. Again, this is where we'd have to talk to Craig. I don't know the mechanics of a convention if you delay it for a month or is it one of those things because of travel plans and this type of thing that you have to kick it back another six months. So. Uh, my opinion would be, and you know, I haven't talked to Dan, is if it was six months, we would do an online convention. Sure, we would we would do that. What do you think? Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I am here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it would know. be very low I, key, but we would do that. Sure. I mean, I guess my thought is: so is a how is an online convention different? from just playing online periodically other than that you're doing it um, in, a, in a more, you know, in a shorter time period. And what I mean by that is, you know, with a, with a convention, the fun thing about a convention, it seems to me, is that, you know, like, for example, we had a really fun pickup game right. with Carlos. Remember that? And that's, that's the kind of stuff that you remember, that you're just standing around and you ask Carlos, can you run a game? You know, and Carlos is like that person in high school that would always be walking around campus with a basketball. Yeah. Just in case, like, during lunch in the cafeteria, someone wanted to play basketball, they were ready. Exactly. 
Carlos, you know, it's like, yeah, he just whips out an adventure and he runs it. And so that, you know, those are the kind of things that are fun. And, and, I, and with online, I mean, is it any, I mean, we've got what Brian is running a, a campaign yep. online, right? Yeah, actually. Uh, and David's about to start one. And we have a play by Discord post one, which started, which is pretty awesome. I'm not sure who's running that. Um, I didn't look it up in time. So we have a lot of things going on, but... You know, the, the, I guess what Shannon's idea is, is uh, an exclusive convention. So, so what I think an con- online convention would be is you would, cr- the difference would be not only would you have schedules for games, but you would set up like a virtual pub meeting, you know, where people would get yeah. together and mm-hmm. social events that mm-hmm. would be exclusive to the con- conventioneers. And then that would be the opportunity to do it. It would be, you know, you'd virtualize the things that you would do. You'd virtualize not sleeping. We would all sleep in sleeping bags or something uncomfortable. Um, yes. You know, you would uh, eat bad food and get feel right. nauseous. Uh, you'd show yourself throwing up from the right. eating down in Kissimmee's uh, great restaurants they have down there in the buffets, uh, right. that kind of thing. Boy, I really miss the... <laughs> In person, you're selling it. That should be like the, the commercial. You know the, the weird smells and sounds in your hotel room. The neighbors who don't realize it's two in the morning and you'd like to right. get to sleep. Yeah. Right. 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 Is that is that is that, that that yeah? You're, I'm really missing it now. Is that the Angry Monk? That's on. Is online yes, there? Yes. You know the Angry Monk. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but the Angry Monk. I I, I don't know if the Angry Monk ever got out of one e, but like you go on to site. And they're talking about 1E. And I, I got to tell you, I think it's like 2013 or something. And there's comments. You know who you'll find? Mm. Yes. The Angry Monk. Well, wonderful. He's there. He's, 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 he's been there. Well, he, uh-huh. and you could run a pub quiz. You could uh, do a quiz on, I don't know, burrowing mammals. And uh, is this a burrowing, burrowing mammal now? Or, or gnome bingo? Yeah. I, there's a lot of things. So I think, the, so the downside to it is... I know we're going to have to give a little dirty secret. What was so great about the last convention is we didn't do a whole lot of work. <laughs> we stressed a lot, though. See, that's the problem is that, yeah, I didn't want to do a lot of work, but the less work I did, the more I stressed. Right. And the more I stressed, the more paralysis I had. And it really just got It, it was It was painful up till the, the day of the, sh- the event. You were, mm-hmm. you were getting to the point, I was like, I, what have I done to you? I, I, I may have broken down, so... I was this close to being. <laughs> you were about to say, "That's it, I'm done." And I'm usually, and, and and I'm usually just this close, and so yeah, I didn't have far to go. I was pretty much. But just know. remember how exciting it was. So I will say with that question. Uh, oh, and he said that's him. That is him. He's the one who's the poster. So yeah. Um, I would say I like the idea. It really would be. We would need a lot of help. That's all. Because I don't mind coordinating it. We're not as experienced with the event. I don't want to charge people for it, you know, but it would, there would have to be some way to make it feel like it's a convention. Because if not, to Dan's point, then it's just, a, then it's just you know, having games that we schedule. So, okay, let's, let, we'll think about that. But we're hoping that it's going to happen in the April timeframe. And I did mention Grognard's Guild Online. Again, David looks like he's going to start up a game. Uh, Brian's doing a game. I think Josh is every once in a while, or or Ed is. There's just you know, go out to our Discord if you're not playing One E and want to play One E. There's games out there, uh, and there's also a meetup. We we I play on Wednesdays, and one of our new patrons who we're going to give a title to joined us this Wednesday. So super exciting times, and this all happens because of our patrons, which uh, we really appreciate that. So. Can I mention we have our we have a patron out in Seattle, don't we? Is it yeah. John? Yeah, we do have one in Seattle. And I believe I've been reading his blog. If okay. I if that's all right, I think it's you're probably right. But I, blog. He's been running a one e game for his two young kids, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm planting a seed. How awesome would be to get his two young kids together, right? With our latest, I think it was another it's John, another wasn't John. it? Yeah. His two kids. There you go. There's your party of four, right. which is of course the ideal number. I'm just saying, run a game for those four. Just plant the seed. Well, we've got to get the next generation going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I agree. So, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, so, we have more people joining the empire. So let's do this, right? We're going to add. We're going to add a number of folks uh, to the empire from all over the globe. So we're super excited about this. Well, I'm super all excited. Right, 
I see. Yeah, I see. We're 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 ranked in Hungary. We are ranked in Hungary, but we're not. <laughs> it's, which is, uh, you know, we've moved from Belgium to Hungary. It's it's crazy. We hit the top. We hit the top two hundred in the U.S. I think we did. We? we did finally for a brief moment. For a moment, there were only one hundred ninety nine shows with Dan and James right. as hosts, better than us. We're like a comet. We just briefly. Shooting star, we came yes. up. But you know, one day, one day we may crack the top hundred. We can't be worried about if far and home. A prophet is never loved in their hometown. That's we just have to. Oh, very wise, sir. Thank you. So we don't have to worry about that. We're spreading. We're spreading the good news of one e throughout the world. That's indeed. That's that's what we have to do. Um, you know. That, All right. So, Alrighty, so, so we're, we're ready to give a title to this is our oldest one. Corey Langford is claiming Ottawa. Oh, in the, uh, fantastic! In the uh, capital city, uh, if I remember correctly, go senators. Kind of like the okay. Wash. It's like the Washington of Canada, <laughs> or is Washington the Ottawa of the U.S.? Pro- okay, probably. But we're yeah. we're focused on America. America first. Yay, go us! And everything is related Damn to right. us. Everything, Damn right. Everything's related to us. Uh, you know, so. we, are the center, we are the we are the center of the map, aren't we? <laughs> I, I, the, my map, absolutely. <laughs> Is that true? So, like in Europe, I guess they buy maps, and is Europe? I guess Europe's in the center, right? And Asia, Asia's in the center. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. I mean, if I lived there, that's what I would do. But here in America, yeah. it's right. America, and then all these, you know, like the old maps from Columbus. There would be serpents mm-hmm. and this, there, whatever. Yeah. Who's? Does it really matter? Right. Right. We call our. We call the middle of the country. You know, people who lived in New York, they're, they're the pretentious LA. They call the center of the country flyover country, and they're like whatever. That's how America feels about the rest of the world. It's right. And you wonder why they call us ugly Americans. New York upstate is like one – you just step one foot, I think, north of Manhattan and right. you're upstate. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's – when I lived in New York City, well, as we said, I lived in Queens. So the city was Manhattan and the Hicks lived north of Westchester. When you get past Westchester, that's all woods upstate. and – that's right. last of Mohicans. You were looking for Daniel Day-Lewis up there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, all right. What am I rolling, sir? You are rolling a D30 divided by two. This is for, for Corey Langford. Okay. I have a 27 divided by two. B13 and a half rounded up is a 14. Overlord. The Overlord. That's oh, good. We have do an we have an Overlord? Uh, if we do, it's, I don't think, it's been pretty rare. So that's good. His. All right. Okay. A D30. Straight up D30? Yep. It's an eight. Two, four, six, eight. Two, four, six. Munificent. Wow. The Overlord Munificent. All right. Another D30. I'm not, is, that's like, is that multi-beneficial? What is Munificent? Yeah, I was going to say, do we know what Muni, Muni, right, would be? What is Munificent? I don't know. Municipal. I th- municipal I, Muni. Well, I, that's city, right? Yeah. Muni. I think it's multiple beneficial. I don't know. I'm guessing. Munificent. Let's see. Uh, a gift of a sum of money larger or more generous than is usual. It's generous, very generous. It's generous. That's great. Uh, 25. Is it straight up? Yeah, well, straight up is 25. Uh, straight up, 20, I'm sorry, 25? 25. Uh, yep, hold on. Sorry. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26. Lordship. Munici- munificent lordship. Uh, now D15. Three. Duke. Duke. The Duke of Ottawa. Oh, and now D60, please. Okay. It is a 32. 32. Heroic. Oh, that's good. Heroic. This is, a good, this is a good title. Wish I could spell. And then the last, of course, now we'll bring it with demonic overlord of something like that. So a D30, please. The generous slayer. <laughs> that's right. Butcher. Eleven. Oh, good, good butcher. Two, four, six, he feels bad eight, when he's done. ten. Butcher. Good job. What did you say? Butcher. It's butcher. It is butcher. Heroic butcher. He's a, and he's also the munificent butcher. That's right. He's generous in his butchery. He, he, he chops it all up. Well, then we have. What did we have? The pole. We didn't have the flesh pole. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's. Um, he supplies it. That's. Right. He chops he's, up. He's, he's working the carnival. 
the munificent butcher. See, I like munificent there. I like munificent butcher. You like heroic butcher? I mean, there's so many. Munificent butcher is awesome. I like, yeah. The butcher, the butcher of Ottawa. It sounds like there's he's a chapter in a book on serial murderers. <laughs> chapter seven, serial murderers of Canada. <laughs> chapter seven. That's the awesome. Butcher of Ontario. Serial murderers of Canada. 1962 to 1964. <laughs> because you know we think of ca- Canadians as very friendly, right? You know, to a fault, but. Serial Murders of Canada would be amazing. You you think it would be a short book, but apparently it's got full of entries. Right? We were so stunned because he was Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We never guessed. That's right. What? I mean, we all thought it was that American dude. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly, we have have our full of them. I mean. Right. I mean, we have female serial killers, right? Children serial killers, animal serial killers. We have everyone. Everyone's a serial killer. If you're not a serial killer, you're doing that. Yeah, it clearly is. Look, you're just dropping everything but Butcher of Ontario at this point. I mean, you can call him whatever you want, Munificent Butcher, because I think that's funny. He's generous. Right. right. He's... Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So... See, so that's really the apologist. We were talking about that. Like, okay, I know he's a butcher, <laughs> but he's so giving. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he is so wonderful in his in his generosity and oh, his kindness. He liked Demi Gorgon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that like? Uh, you know, it just reminded me of um, Apocalypse Now with uh, Marlon Brando where the guy's apologizing for him. Oh, when Dennis Hopper is apologizing, you know, he's got all these dead people. This is not him. <laughs> There's like yes. dead people everywhere. He's a nice guy. This <laughs> guy. All right. All right. So we are now ready to present to, uh, by the powers vested in us, by us, okay. the Lord, Hold the Emperor's of Grog. Oh, let me get. Let me, I'm going to print it for you. Yes. Oh, sorry, and I talked all over you. You think after two years I wouldn't talk over you? All right, so uh, let's start over again. By the powers vested in us, by us, as the Emperors Wait, of the Grog no, Empire. No, no, stop! I, I'm not. That, where are you? I, oh, there it is. Socks. <laughs> Don't give me that look. Do I vote? Wait, do I have oatmeal in my beard again? No, you're, Why are you looking at me like no, that? No, you're, I, if you had oatmeal, I wouldn't tell you. You look fine. You wouldn't. You're pissed at me. All right. I'm not pissed. I got I see it. All right. So now we are. Be, we will bestow the following title to Corey Langford. Corey Langford, you are the overlord. His munificent... Lordship Duke, heroic butcher of Ottawa. Congratulations, sir. That's, that is wonderful. Good for you, sir. Uh, yeah, so... I'm sorry for those who live in uh, Ottawa. You, you have a ty- you have a homicidal murder maniac running your place. It was, it was a song by the band Destruction called "Mad Butcher," and so I just kind of oh. maybe that could be his theme song. So, all right, all right. Next one. Rocks aren't people. His real name is Thomas, but his he's come to us as Rocks aren't people. He's very excited to be a uh, patron, so we thank him for that. And he is claiming Mercer County. Uh, uh, Mercer County, New Jersey. So uh, that's good. Our, our Northeast Corridor is filling up quite nicely. So we need a D15, sir. Got it. And 11. Ah, another ca- uh, another Captain General. The Captain General. We, we have our fill of them, but you know the, the original Captain General, of course, is Brian uh, from the Appalachia realm. Uh, his, now D30. 19. Illustrious. Captain General Illustrious. Let's see. I think I'm starting to learn that the last one's always the best. Well, we'll see. Okay. Uh, uh, another D30, please. 11. Majesty. Majesty. Uh, now D15. 10. 10. Baron. Baron. Now D60. I don't know why I'm simply repeating everything you say. Because it's fun. Oh, okay. Uh, 44. 44. 44. Blood, 44. Le- blood letter. Yes. A blood letter. Awesome. We haven't this had that. Like, yeah, this is like it's a bloodbath today, isn't it? We have <laughs> the butcher. Well, now it will be something. It will not be... Uh, it will not be slaughter. It'll be something like I don't know, protector of. Because he's right. all right. So now a D thirty. This is maybe he's a doctor. That's right. Be leech, leeches. Right? Yeah. Yeah, leeches. I like that. Twelve. Twelve. Fifteen, fourteen, thirteen. 12. Dominator. 
blood, the letter, blood letter dominator. Blood letter dominator. That sounds like one of Demi Gorgon's ladies, right? (laughs) (laughs) Blood Letter Dominator of Mercer County, New Jersey. All right. That's good. That is, you know, you know what's great about these titles? You have something to hang your hat on. You're somebody. Like, hey, I'm the Blood Letter Dominator. Right. I see it there. I am ready. You can hang your head on. So this title we now give to Thomas, a.k.a. Rockstar and People. Uh, we bestow this as the emperors of the Grog Emperor. Today, sir, you are now will now be known as the Captain General, His Illustrious Majesty. Baron the Bloodletter, Dominator of Mercer County, New Jersey. Congratulations, sir. Welcome to the Empire. All right. You know, you, you know like— some of the names are getting like you know a bit gruesome when it's like blood letter, and we're just like, yeah, yeah, moving on, moving on. <laughs> he's a blood letter. Yeah, he's okay. Maybe he'll work himself up to a slaughterer. Yep, and then a butcher. <laughs> yeah, slaughterer sounds more random, right? You're just wow, yeah. just killing it, right. right? Butcher, there is this idea of precision. You're professional. Right. You're like Jack the Ripper. Right, exactly. You're a professional. There's, right. an art, there's an art form to it. Yes. Uh, my, my quick aside, my father-in-law is a professor of anatomy. And uh, so obviously cutting up cadavers is something he's done. When he comes over, when, he's, when we've had him for the holidays and he cuts the turkey, oh. it is, there's nothing left on it. It is like artwork, how he... You know, he always complains because my knife is too dull. You know? right. So he was always like sharpie. It is when he cleans off the parts, there is nothing left on it. It's really shocking how how well he does it. So can I ask you, do you forget to get the knives sharpened or you just not care? Or then do you forget? And then like he goes to get the knives and you're like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Well, um, he just knows. He tolerates me because I've married his daughter. So right, and right. The, alter- the alternative would be he would, she would, she would have been with him. So right. So she's so he's being nice to you, right. To be nice to his daughter. Yes, I think so. Got it. I think okay. so. Now, don't you find that disturbing? Now that like, so are you like this is amazing? Look at look at all look at this work. Or are you then like eating this turkey? Like okay, it's like a cadaver. Yes. Both. I mean, because, yeah. again, A, I'm happy because then I don't have to do it, and I don't have to spend 10 minutes hacking yeah. at this turkey because I am yeah. a slaughterer. I slaughter. I, you know, people. some people are really good yeah. at cutting the turkey. Yeah. I just yeah. kind of hack at it because I'm between them and eating because they wait till the ver- everything else is done, right. and they pull out the turkey, and they go, okay, go cut it. So then everyone's waiting on me, so I'm trying to blast through it. He takes his time, and that's the scary part. There's no emotion as he's cutting this turkey. He's just, yeah, that, and what you're saying is that's Corey Langford, the overlord of innocent lordship to heroic butcher of Ottawa. Right. He's taking his time. Right. Very his pulse is, probably hasn't gone over 50. So basically, like, all that's left of the orc is, like, literally like a bag of bones. Right, yeah. Not even the sinews are connecting him. It's just right. literally, I've never seen it. You know, like, even the wishbone, there's nothing around the bones. Or it's, it's. All right. I'll, I no, have to I, take yeah. a picture. If, well, well, I haven't seen him in a while, obviously, because of the right. pandemic. But uh, we will have to do that. Well, that's like my wife when she when we when we eat chicken or something. You know, I've got a bunch of stuff left over. Her plate comes back, and it's just it's the bones. Right. And then and then obviously all that stuff we know from the butcher goes to the flesh pole. Okay. <laughs> the festival of flesh pole, which is another uh, pseudo undead uh, song that we're working on, which is. Uh, like in there, flesh yeah, the flesh pole festival. Ride, ride the flesh pole. Ride the flesh pole. Well, there's 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 ride the cockatrees, right? That is that is the uh, that is the other song that we we. There's just a lot of ride the cockatrees. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's it's not ride my cockatrees, which would be a little more. It's not right. A little more right. graphic. So, with that prelude, we now get to say we now do get to bestow a title to someone we are very. By the way, this is a pro tip. Um, John Beback uh, has claimed Arizona and North Sonona, Sonora, Uh, not Sonona, Sonora. Um, That's exactly right. He will show me what he could do. Uh, That's another good story. Now, typically at at his patron level, we do not give out states at his patron level. Um, But what does what did John do? And you've seen this right now. And and, uh, I 
I don't know if did I post this on Twitter yet, but John sent us this, and I'm holding up. Oh my gosh, you actually have it. I have this, and for those who are on this, who are listening to the podcast, he sent us a license plate from Arizona that says D and D forever. So he's a very smart man. By by bribing us with the D and D forever, uh, we uh-huh. are be more than happy to give him whatever title he wants. So that is super cool. So thank you, John, for that. And he wrote can a letter. We, Go ahead. Can we sell that on eBay for some money. I'm I'm sure, or we or we could just tell people where to get theirs and print theirs. But. Um, it says, Dan and James, I thought you would get a kick out of this. Keep up the good work. You are really helping out the D&D community. Thank you, John. Tucson, Arizona. P.S. There's probably no chance that the owner of the car I removed this plate from while in the, my Walmart park lot, lot will even heard a grad talker watches YouTube. So it's cool. So I agree with you. Yep. So there we go. I really oh, appreciate that. And can I comment on that? I, <laughs> so when I saw that. Because uh, you sent me a copy of that letter. So I was led to believe that he had, in fact, <laughs> pinched it from somebody's car. And, like, this was, this was just some sort of felony or something, then, right? Because, you know, I'm lawful neutral, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, right, I had a, 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 a at least on, on radio, I play a lawyer. And on podcasts, I play a lawyer. So, and, and so I head up the legal department here. And so I was, I was a little concerned, but, but so it looks like that is not what has happened. He has not actually pinched somebody's well, license. Uh, uh, we, we really don't know, do we? Well, it's not an official license plate anyway, right? I mean, it is a, it's like a, you'd buy it. A, you, Maybe. Okay. okay. I like the idea that you were worried about that. That really made, that I also made my day. I was. I mean, are we in possession of like hot goods? Possibly. Well, that's, uh, and uh, you know, as a, see, this is where I know ignorance is not a defense, but mm-hmm. I had no, first of all, I did not ask for it. Uh, I did not know it was stolen. There's, mm-hmm. there's, I know he infers that he stole it, but mm-hmm. that could be clearly humor, just a tongue right. in cheek. So that right. would be my defense if, if that was that. Uh, we, and of course, we would be happy to turn it over if someone made a claim that was legitimate. Right. Okay. So that sounds good to me. Yeah. You know, All right. It's you, not well, like. You thought about this. Uh, well, I thought about it in the context of uh, the note was added. We're not sure who got the note from, so that's that's what I'm going with. I don't I don't know if it has any legal standing or it doesn't well, make sense. The standard to convict you is quite high. I mean, it's right. beyond a reasonable doubt. So I think there's a re- you you've introduced enough doubt there. Right. And uh, and also I would uh, uh, turn you in. I would be the first right. in the prisoner dilemma. I would be saying that Dan orchestrated right. this first. It would, right. It wouldn't take. It would be just like a second. You'd be like, "Yes, I will. I'll take the whatever plea deal. I will turn state's evidence right. immediately." Right. In fact, it would be who could quickly who which of us get there faster? Right. right. <laughs> We'd both get to the station and be like, "Dan, what are you doing here?" Oh right. no, I was I wasn't going to come and, and snitch on you. No. Actually, what they would do is that they would just use both of our testimony to convict both of us. Right. That's right. Yeah, Dan has said. James did it. James said Dan did it. You're both guilty. I'm here for the plea deal. There's no plea deal. I want a plea deal. No, we don't need yeah. a plea deal. You both said you did it. No, no, no. I thought it, I thought you I thought you confess and then you get the plea deal. That's, right. That's not the order. No. Oh, oh okay. Oops. I right. want to talk to my lawyer. Who's a lawyer? Dan. Oh, they well explain so. Right. Oh boy. So now we are ready to give uh Mr. Beback his title. So if you would please roll a D fifteen. 29 divided by 2 is 14 and a half. Rounded up is 15. Master. The master. master. Go ahead. Keep going, please. Uh, what am I 30? 25. 25. Uh, matchless. His matchless. Master matchless. His master matchless. Oh, another alliteration. I like that. Another D30. 11. Uh, majesty. Wow. This is awesome. Oh. Master Matchless Majesty. Hey, you see, you give us good stuff. You get good, get good titles uh, so far. I should, should don't. I said it. Uh, D D fifteen, please. We're all rooting for another M. Is there another M on there? There is one M. Okay, come on, big money. Fourteen divided by two is seven. Come on, come on. Uh, no, close. You're two off. Marquis was on here, but you got Earl. Earl. Well, we haven't had too many Earls, so that's good. Uh, now a D sixty. The Master's Matchless Majesty Earl, the 
53. Jeez, oh, 53, 60, 59, 58, 57, 56, 55, 54, 55. Unyielding. That's awesome. And then the final, now he's going to be something, the D30. Okay. 25. 20, 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25. Terror. Terror. <laughs> terror. The terror of Arizona and uh, northern Sonora. That's... License plates have gone missing all throughout. <laughs> he is the terror. license plate bandit. License... <laughs> People are driving without proper identification. Where's my D&D license plate? <laughs> such, such a horror. Uh, I have a question for you. Yes. When you're in the grocery store or wherever, and you see somebody wearing, say, a D&D shirt, they have a D&D tattoo, anything like that, remember, has it happened, and did you say anything to the person if it, if it did? Uh, no, and no. Got it. No, it's, my, I, I, don't, I don't believe it's ever happened. Mine would be yes and yes. Okay. Well... That's awesome. I think you should, but I'm not. I don't know. It depends what it is. A tattoo, probably not. Because they tattoo. Met... I saw a tattoo. I saw a D and D tattoo, and I asked the guy, and yep, we launched into a discussion. Oh. And I saw some a woman wearing a shirt that said, you know, they had the two twenties. Right. And said, yes, they're natural. Right. And I talked to her. My wife was around. I wasn't like you know. I was. It was nor. It was normal conversation. So you're just approaching women because they have a shirt. So you just strike up conversations with women yeah. just because of the outfits that they wear. I, I was like, I was like, yeah, I like, I like what you're wearing. Was that wrong? So uh, I think the, the part of your legal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, specialization is HR law, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, if you were a client of yours, what mm-hmm. would you tell yourself? I'm approaching yeah. women based on staring right. at their chest and what they're wearing on their shirt. Right, at the grocery and, store. And, and entitling myself to talk to them. Just coming up to that would be wrong. Okay, I, I, I understand. I, I'm saying. not saying, I'm saying you as a professional, if you were going to give yourself advice, what would you yeah. say? That, well, that would explain why I was trespassed out of there, I guess. <laughs> I'm explaining why I can only shop at Winn-Dixie now. <laughs> With a ma- well, now you have a mask on, so you can go to lots of places and that people wouldn't, you know. They don't know me. Well, we talked about that. It's the time, you know, I think it's the time to rob places, isn't it? Right, exactly. You're not, you walk in with a mask. You're like, oh, yeah, that dude's just got a mask on. Well, He's so safe. He's so five years from now, you'll be wearing a mask, so you can talk to people. So That's right. And just stare at them. It's awesome. So, Mr. Beback. We again, thank you for your generous gift. It will be, if we ever come back here, assuming this pandemic ever ends, it will be put on the, into the shelf of honor. So, uh, J- John Beback, we are now ready to bestow you your title. You are the master, his matchless majesty, Earl. The unyielding terror of Arizona and northern Sonora. That, congratulations, sir. All right. We got it. The unyielding terror. The unyielding terror. We've got a few more minutes because then we've got to get Rob on. I think we've, you, I, I think you know, oh, we were, yes. we've been talking about this and we weren't sure if we were going to actually bring it on, but um, I think unfortunately, I think our audience needs to know what's happening behind the scenes. I think they deserve to know, frankly. I mean, it's it's it was a very unfortunate situation, and you're right, we were going to deal with it just privately uh, with Rob. But um, you're right. I mean, there, there are patrons. They're with us on this ride. Right. And, and they, des- they deserve to, uh, to know about so, it. So he'll, he'll, he'll be on uh, in a little bit. So we need to keep moving on. So Michael Burke. Michael is claiming Austin, Texas. So uh, let's start rolling for Michael. Um, okay. So if you could give me a D15, please. Uh, that is a 29. So that would be a 15. Oh, so we have another master. We have double master. Okay. Uh, a D30. Uh, 19. 19. 16, 17. Illustrious. I think we already had illustrious. That's good. We like the illustrious. Uh, a D30. 26. 26. 30, 29, 28, 27, 27. Lordship. D15. 12. 12. 50, Sir. Very nice. And then a D60. 
Okay. Ad adroid? Adroid? What? Adroid. 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 Yeah. A, A D R O I T. Adroid. Yeah. Oh, he's very, he's very nimble. He's nimble. That's right. I, I, he's high dex. He's got high dex. Adroid. It's <laughs> so good. You'll be saying that word. And then uh, a D thirty to finish it off. Twenty-four. Thirty, twenty-nine, twenty-eight, twenty-seven, twenty-six, twenty-five. Scourge. We have another scourge. The ad sure. the adroid scourge of. Austin, Texas. Doesn't really roll off the tongue, but it's super cool. Well, few few of them do. <laughs> These are not meant to roll off the tongue. Got double master, exactly. Okay. So, again, thank you, Mike, for your patronage. And as the Grog Emperors, we now bestow you the following title, Michael Burke. You are the master, his illustrious lordship, sir... The Adroit Scourge of Austin, Texas. Congratulations, sir. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Sonny Faljean. I assume that's how you say his name. F-A-L-J-E-A-N. Faljean. That sounds right. That sounds appropriate. So Sonny started playing with us on Wednesday, which is super cool. So he's he's playing a thief, and he hasn't died yet. So good for him. He's you know mm -hmm. one session in, and he hasn't been killed as a first edition uh, thief. That's That's pretty awesome. Can you make them roll up hit points, just, you know, the old-fashioned way? Just roll that D6? Uh, Tom's pretty merciful, unfortunately. I think he lets mm -hmm. them roll twice and pick the highest one or something like that. You know, okay. He, wa he wants them to stay. Because I remember the last thief we had that you rolled up. Someone came to our game. He was second level, I think. He rolled, what, three hit points, two? Well, that, no, I think, are you thinking of the ranger? No, that was the ranger, but then there was the other guy who literally oh, was there yeah. for playing 20 minutes. Remember he played 20? Yeah. He, yes, he left, he left, he left, well, he died, and then he, he left, and he never came back. Right, he ghosted, he, he totally ghosted us right after that. Yeah, yeah. So just to remember, we had someone came, we never played, and uh, he shows up, That seems like a nice guy, rolls up his mm -hmm. character, I think he ended up, he rolled his hit points, and he's like, oh, do I get max hit points? We're like, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. He gets. He has like two hit points or three hit points. He dies horribly within what the first hour. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, he 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 went into combat a little too much, I think. So right. yeah, and then yeah. he's out. Said I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he just left. Yeah. Well, at least we got to play. You know, we got his player's handbook. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like why are you going to the bathroom in your player's handbook? Yeah, hey, just you know, yeah. some reading so, material, something to read. I'm going to be in there for a bit. <laughs> right. It's like man, that dude's been in there for a while. Yeah, is he coming back? Nope. You go into the bathroom, the window's open. Yeah, it was. <laughs> a little window above there is open. That was hilarious. All right, one more title. So a D, right, D, D, D15. Okay. Six. Six. Chancellor. Another chancellor. We like chancellors. Hit, okay, D30. We've got to move, got to move this thing along here. 14. Stupendous. We don't have, never had a stupendous. I like it. D30. 18. Sufficiency. Stupend uh, another alliteration. Stupendous sufficiency. He's sufficient. He is. And a D15? 11. Baronet. A baronet? That's good. D60? He's a baronet. Is that? Okay. Baronet's lesser than a baron. I know. Oh, okay. He's not a female baron. No. <laughs> okay. That's a baroness. <laughs> okay. Thank you. 53. 53, 60, 59, 58, 57, 56, 55, 54. Unyielding. Another unyielding. Mm. Something about the unyielding. And then a D30, please. 28. Sword. Oh, I'm a sword. Sword of Staten Island. Sword? Yeah. The sword? He's the sword of Staten Island. Oh, very nice. I like that. That's pretty cool. That could be an adventure, like the sword of Staten Island. You gotta find it. You gotta like search Staten Island. It almost sounds like a, a Springsteen album. Yes, it right. Sort of Staten Island. Something like you know, he's you know Asbury Park, Staten Island, something like that. So, well, uh, Sonny, we are so thankful that you are part of the Empire, and because of your joining and your support, we will now bestow the following title to you, Sonny Faljan. You are the Chancellor. His stupendous sufficiency. 
baronet unyielding the sword of Staten Island. Congratulations, sir. That is, uh, we're very happy for you. And welcome to the empire. Okay. We have to move on. That was super great. And we're, again, all these people are joining the empire. That's amazing. So we thank you for all those who are coming to be part of it. Now we have a giveaway. So that is also super fun because we love giving away stuff. We are giving away today, I'm sure you're curious, a keep at Blood Red Falls. What a nice holiday gift that we'll be giving. Nothing says Christmas like to keep it blood red falls. Then, bringing, then having your friends and family go through a dungeon, they will not survive. That's right. And speaking of the author of that, Mr. Vic Dorso, he's going to be coming on at 10 o'clock. How about that? So the sack of goodies, like Santa, the Santa sack is ready to go. My jangling sack of goodies is right here. <laughs> You're filing that sack a little too long, my friend. Well, I, well, I added some chips because we have more patrons. Oh, okay. It did look larger. It's, it looks. It looks. It's just kind of... full. It's bursting with prizes and patrons. <laughs> bursting with patrons. It's about to explode. I mean, I may have. It may. I may blow this sack open, and then I have to get another sack. And I don't know. Is there a bigger Crown Royal sack? I mean, look at this thing. It's pendulous how lo how big it is. It's it is huge. It's, I mean, was like the, is it the jug? This is this is like, my this is what I drink on a daily basis to keep right. the show going. So, all right, all right, Dan, you get to tell me stop. I'm not looking in. Stop. All right. Oh, good. It's a red token. That why is that good? Because red is our copper patrons. So it's always fun when we can. Give people an opportunity. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's see, four. Roll a D8 for me. Three. All right, congratulations, Thomas Powell. He is he is a copper patron and he won a keep at Blood Red Fall. So congratulations, Thomas. We'll be if I will get in touch with you to get your address, and you will be winning. Uh, I'll be sending you, on behalf of Grog Talk, your prize. That is awesome. Good for him. He, I see him on Twitter. He seems like a good guy. So uh, congratulations to him. So if you want to win, become a patron by the end of the month at any level. And so what happens is we put the tiles in. Uh, one. So if you're a uh, copper Patron, you get a red tile. If you're a silver patron, you get five greens. Uh, Electrum's 10 golds, and something else is blues 20-something or other. I don't know. There's a strategic... It's, been, it's all been vetted by the accountants, so... That is correct. He is the Chamberlain, his most significant greatness, Emperor, Lord, Commander of New England. Thank you, sir. All right. So we did that, which is super cool. And so uh, we'll be giving away something. I don't know. We'll probably give. We'll probably give some. We'll probably give another castle entertainment module. I like flipping back between them. What's your thoughts? I agree. All right. Let's let's mix it up. All right. So, you know, we, I've been really kind of dreading this, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but we ha we have to, we have to discuss this. We have to get this resolved and and brought up because people need to know. Well, and if there's going to be if there's going to be a, a brief delay in right. publishing the next issue of Flipping and Turning, they need to know because they're waiting for it. Uh, I'm sure they've marked it on their calendar. Right. Yeah. I, I, well, everyone's looking forward to a January. Um, you know, seeing it soon because you know the first Flipping and Turning was such a tremendous. Uh, Success. I mean, thousands of people. We've been quoted everywhere. Uh, uh, we have. Uh, are you are you there? Are you, are you screen saving? Are you sh showing us your screen you, there? Uh, I'm, what am I doing wrong? Stop sharing. Yes. I just need to see your picture. So we're we're trying to get uh, our dear friend. 
the Tim Cask of our show of our magazine. Ah, who's 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 on who's on? Well, let's all right. Let's let counseling, counseling letter has been issued. Rob, how are you? I a, a little disgruntled, actually. Yeah. Um, so, for those who don't know, uh, Rob is our editor of Flipping and Turning, the quarterly magazine of the Grog Empire. Um, there was such promise, and we don't normally do a public dressing down of what's happened, but I think it's important because we have a lot of people who have contributed, put in lots of hours, and they expect a magazine that they can be proud of, that reflects the morals and the principles that this channel holds to. And we thought we were clear. Um, and we gave a lot of latitude, right, Dan, to Rob, to, to write this article. We basically gave, gave you free reign. And well, you, we, I'm sorry. We did. Ahead, Dan. You gave me carte blanche. It was pretty explicit. Right. Well, in retrospect, that appears to have been a mistake. Yeah. Um, so uh, may, perhaps you could tell us what your thought was before I show the, the cover of what you were trying to accomplish with this episode. Oh. Well, I obviously the issue, issue number two, was designed to embody basically everything good and decent about Grog Talk. And by extension, the Grog Empire. I, I know that, uh, you know, you put a lot of trust in me and I don't really understand yet your objections because you have not been explicit with them. But I will say that, uh, you know, Tim Cast never had to put up with this sort of interference from uh, Gary Gygax. Um, actually, we talked to Tim and we heard basically he was in his office all the time. But uh, with that said, um, so I, should, I probably should have watched that episode. <laughs> I should have. So, uh, before we get into it, so I, I'm going to say there was a theme to this. Oh yes, absolutely. It's a, there's, it's a themed episode. Yeah. I'm it's a themed issue. And I and I when I when I heard originally about the theme, I had no problem with it. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, my understanding was going to be right, but uh, I, I, I was in favor of the theme. I think it was the way the way more it was delivered. Was, well, was you know, this, this is it's a matter of taste. Um, clearly, um, that we got off on the wrong foot. Um, my, um, perhaps, I'm willing to accept some uh, responsibility for that. Uh, well, well, I'd like, I'd hmm. like to, well, I'd like to ask you what what were you think? Okay. Well, let me, let me handle this. Well, I'm, I'm going to share. I'm going to. Sh- I'm about to share it with our audience. Oh, but this is. This is. Okay. So this is what we're talking about. Let me. Let me share. It. Thank God we have a lot of people who are just listening to the podcast right. and are not seeing this. So, um, Mr. Ritchie, uh, were you aware of the Grog Talk Legal Department's position, so to speak, on the drawing? that you used as the cover for issue number two? Um, I've never received any written instructions <laughs> from the legal department of and Grog Talk concerning Mr. that, uh, that Rich, particular di- uh, illustration. Mm-hmm. Mr. Richie, have you received any, are you aware of any position, whether in writing or oral, of the Grog Talk legal department's position on that cover? Um. I, I, Mr. Ritchie, I have, I have no memory of that. You do, you recall a conversation between you, me and James regarding, uh, yeah, as, I, as, as I recall, James was very uh, positive about that image. Do you have any recollection of the legal department's position? So perhaps for our, and I, I don't mean to cut, you know, this, obviously your employment is at risk, your salary is at risk at this. So it, we, I really should be, I know there should be more formality, but we are, we are streaming live and our fans are seeing it for the first time, but our people on the podcast would not be able to. So 
Is it fair to say, Rob, that this picture, which I was opposed to from the beginning, if I recall that meeting, you presented this as like an Earl, uh, an homage to Earl Otis being slightly subversive, and Dan and I were very reluctant, and you said you wouldn't use it, and then here it is again. That's what I recall, because that's the beauty about oh. being me. I remember calling my wife in to take a look at it, and she's horrified. Well, I, I, I felt that in my position as editor-in-chief that uh, my artistic uh, decisions uh, overrode those petty, censorious uh, uh, opinions. Oh, mm. Go ahead, Dan. Could you please describe for our listeners the cover drawing on what was supposed to be issue number two? Uh, it is uh, in, in the long-standing uh, tradition of Grog Talk. It is a gnome just standing proud on the cover uh, in the company of his animal companion. I mean, there's really nothing uh, uh, objectionable about it. Could you describe the positioning of said gnome and said burrowing mammal companion? I don't know if that's relevant to the conversation at this James, time. I mean, can you please make him answer yeah, the question? I mean, him to answer the question. Look, the most charitable interpretation of this cover is that there is an enlarged rodent in front of a gnome, which appears to be using a rod in one hand or an axe and is straddling the large rodent. That's the most charitable. Are, like he's mounting it, that. Are, That's the most charitable. Are, are, are you saying? Are, are you suggesting that the illustration would be better if the giant, if their positions were reversed? Well, then it would then it would be more in line with the monster manual that the rodent was attacking the gnome, which of course I'm a fan of, but some people may find it offensive. It appears that, and and again, my I think the concern is. We don't want any appearance of impropriety. That is the standard that we've had for this. And, and you know, I think people are commenting that the, that the gnome appears to be standing very proudly behind the faceless rodent or, or burrowing mammal. That's the other problem. We don't even know so are you, are you what this creature is. Like standing erect? Stand, is that what you're saying? The gnome is standing very tall. He's tall in his boots. I think... I, I think you guys are focusing on the issue, on the on the cover image, and we all know that everyone, I mean, they turn the page immediately. So I think that you're concentrating on the wrong part and not concentrating on the contents of the magazine. I mean, covers fall off magazines all the time. You don't like the cover? Tear it off. What's important is on the inside of the magazine. Are you suggesting that that cover would be ruined quite quickly? Um, I imagine some people might find find it so stimulating as to want to destroy it instantly. Yes. Well, uh, the fact that we tr we on drive through RPG, they were going to ask us to put a brown paper cover over it, virtual. You don't find that disturbing that we would have to do that? Again, uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a terrible situation that the world is so is so full of sensors. With blue noses. Which burrows are know, best? I, I, for I what? The... That's one of the titles on here. I had a solution, which I, I, I said just put a black line, straight eyes, and the badger's eyes, and you refused, didn't you? We got calls. When we, when we talked to the legal department, they were concerned that the National uh, Society of Endangered Burrowing Mammals would want to know who this mammal is. This oh. is a faceless burrowing mammal that is in a delicate yes, position. But the gnome is clearly identifiable. You can easily find out who that person is and track down the. Well, well, I'm going to call a perpetrator at this point. Well, you know, your perpetrator, whatever. You know, well, I, I, I think that burrow's the best. Obviously, the, the question about which burrow is best depends upon what you're going to use it for. Exactly. It's, it's, it's truly scary. Um, so I will say to you, a mitigating factor, Dan, 
is mm-hmm. that after we objected strongly to his self-initiated actions, he did comply, and we said this controversial out this magazine can never see the light of day. The yes, yes, you did do that, and I mean, so you, this is after this is after a, an expense expenses had been paid right out of my pocket. Well, yeah, you're not being reimbursed for this. Patron well, money yeah. is not going to this nonsense. The entire, the entire print run. Have you read your contract? I mean, come on, yeah. read right. your contract. So uh, he did send us proof that this has been destroyed or at least taken care of, right? So I have a picture showing him burying uh, this episode in a landfill and we'll never see it again, correct? Yes, some of the, yes. As far as you know, the entire print run has been destroyed. (laughs) Well, I think, and my, right, I mean, you know, my my understanding, this was shown to many of the luminaries of 1E, Right, right. They were horrified. They, they, they couldn't believe what was done. And uh, uh, I, I, I will, I, I will say that a lot of the feedback I got back was, um, was, was not um, complimentary, which I, is a little discouraging. I have to admit, mm. not, not, not. Um, but I'm sure that. Um, are you, do you have the picture uh, of the destruction? I have, I have, well, I have the, I have where you have claimed, and again, now I'm a little concerned you said the ones that we know of, uh, oh. is, is, is been buried. I did show that to the, to the readers, uh, to well, the viewers I, right now. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure that if any of this extremely rare and now a very hard to find issue were to be, to show up on eBay, it would go for, um, a tremendous amount. Um, oh, you mean like uh, $999 I saw an eBay listing that was taken down because it was inappropriate? Sure. Yeah, that, 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 that's probably right. So, uh, well, the, 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 dark, the dark web is, uh, <laughs> is still available. Um, the, the, the good thing, so I, I guess, you know, the, the good thing about it is that uh, I'd like to inform the, the Grog Empire that uh, Dan and James and their munificence have agreed to give me an additional six months to produce the replacements. No, uh, no, 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 what? no, no. We didn't give you six months. What? We gave you six days, six days, six days. Yes. That's impossible. It was, it, it was impossible yesterday, but now it's possible because you see how clearly upset we are. This needs to get done. Um, have you gotten, you know, have you at least come up with some articles to throw together so that we can hit our deadlines. I, I, I suppose I could scrape some articles out of my reject bin and see what come up. I mean, come on, illusionists make better lovers. That was well, a, that, you know how much work went into that episode. The research alone took weeks. I don't believe it. I, I know. I wrote it. Is that is that still going to be used? Uh, right? No, no, I, no. I, I, it, it, it's, no, it's, no. It's, wait, it's, what? It's, Dan is the fruit of the poison tree. Yeah. It all goes. I don't believe it. I disbelieve that article at all. I don't believe it at all. Wow. Okay, now now I am upset because I did put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> that was a lot of research. So, so, when, yeah. so when, can, when can our patrons, because, of course, we allow patrons early access, when can they expect to see this new version, not the, 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 the green version of this uh, flipping and turning? Oh, okay. Well, I, I suppose that um, if I, uh, let's see, just going to guesstimate here that it will probably be available uh, Christmas week, possibly, maybe even probably, probably Christmas Maybe even Christmas Eve. So the green, the green you, version will be Christmas dropping for our patrons available Christmas Eve. Uh, uh, okay, so we will see a draft in six days. I, I think that's reasonable. And and are we clear that you know this this type of going off the reservation, which I think is also something you're not supposed to say anymore, is not going to be is not going to be tolerated, right, Dan? 
Yeah, no. So how long? We're going to put them on a performance improvement plan. And uh, for what, 30 days? 30 days of PIP uh, with, with, yep. with daily follow-ups where we will track mm-hmm. his performance on one to four using the DMG, and we'll be tracking it. That's right. And, That's um, right. you know, if, if you get a 2.3 or above, uh, we will then evaluate at the 30-day period, um, and we may either extend the PIP or uh, get you off probation at that point. You need to get a little bit more Tim Kask in you. And a little less Aralotus. Okay, right. got it. Right. And certainly a hell of a lot uh, well, less Gene okay, Wells. Okay. I, I, now the Gene Wells. <laughs> a lot less Gene Wells. It was a hybrid. This was a Gene this Wells. This is a chimera hybrid. almost uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I I see now that perhaps um, I need to reach out and get more um, um, feedback from the powers that be a little earlier in the process. Uh, so. Uh, you guys also will be. Um, I will ex- be expecting you to be at those meetings, oh, those I see. daily meetings. I, I look yeah. forward. I look this forward to all that, that that quality times that spend with you. If this performance improvement plan is not starting well, off yeah, well. Yeah. Is it changing? You know, this is not about our problem. This is this is this right. is. We're talking about your challenges to remaining the editor of Grog Talk. I understand you're frustrated. I can see. Uh, I can well, sense your. Ch- I can sense a, a lot of work. I can sense. I can work. sense that. But you know, we need to refocus you on on this. And um, we, we, we can find a Jake to Right. Okay. Yeah. There is a Jake out there. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. You know, that hurts. That's <laughs> actually. Tim, Tim Cask only didn't he like leave in 1980 yeah. or something, early 81. This is about, this, about, this about that time. time. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. But, you know. And and oh, and oh. and the largest uh, Dragon magazine ever just came out right now, 108 pages under Jake Jaquette. Yeah. So we need right? to find our Jake Jaquette, of course. He's he's Rob's going to be like our Captain Pike. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, um, we appreciate uh, episode two is moving forward. Uh, do you have everything you need? Uh, yes, absolutely. Coming, in, I got a, I got a, uh, a. A present when I this morning of a uh, tremendous piece of artwork from uh, Aggie uh, Pryor, Excellent. and I am uh, I can't tell you how happy I am with with it. Uh, stuff's rolling in. I've got it. Uh, are you kidding? We have stuff for the next issue and probably the issue after that. All right, stop, thing, stop. which I but I will turn it all over to Jake naturally. <laughs> yeah, stop but, lying. It's enough already. <laughs> All like we got so much. It's a mix. All right, just just get get the issue out, okay? I'll just get I'll just get an issue yeah. out. I'll I'll do, I'll do something. I don't. The fact that you've got a bunch of articles in your inbox doesn't do anything for our readers, okay? Unless right. right. you're just gonna give us access to the email. So editor at grogcon.com, or you can go out to Spotify, and you can conspire with Rob, his subversive. Uh, I'm sure he's going to want to make a vid, uh, a game, an RPG game based on this, kind of like Gnome High School, where right, like right. corner the, corner the badger, corner the badger, <laughs> the badger. No, 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 that's wrong. That is wrong. That is that is that, that is, is so wrong. So, uh, Rob, again, congratulations on retaining your job. You sh- you should be thankful. Thank you should you. be thanking us really for the opportunity to continue this. This. Yeah, we will. We will now accept your thanks. <laughs> well, it's and I and and, and it is and it is a, a measure of your your munificence that you uh, your adroit munificence that you are uh, able to uh, both uh, punish and uh, uh, give uh, give with two hands. It's wonderful. Stop! All right, for God's two sake, hands. He's so nervous. He's, he's just so like nervous. That's giving yes. love the way we do. And, pun- and punishment. Like the Munificent Butcher. Like the Munificent Butcher. So we're looking forward to seeing uh, the finished work again. Rob puts a ton of time into this, so thank you, sir. And uh, I know this is a little sidebar, but uh, if you do find a copy, please turn it in. Send it to us at the Grog Empire so we can destroy it. Please do not let it. It 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 doesn't represent our values. It's not what we That's do. Right. It's not. It's not us. That is, interesting. Well, I, I I see that now. Did he? 
have you listened to the last episode? I, does he know we have kids? Right. That are that are eleven years old. Well, I do know that James was fondling a giant sack of chips earlier. Yeah. And there were a few. And what? And a few jokes were made. So. What are you talking about? About Crown Royal. Yeah. Well, I, uh-huh. I mean, just, just talking about alcohol and, the, and I think we need, do need to figure that out. I agree. I mean, but you I'm guys got to work on I, I am, I am manipulating the bag is what was in yeah. order to provide a right. fair distribution right. of the content. Yeah. The seeds of this bag, I wanted to spread yeah. around evenly. That's yeah. what I was trying to do. Right. That would be an even. Everyone has a fair it, chance. I don't understand what the problem is. I think, well, we need to send him the sensitivity, right. uh, Grog Talk sensitivity uh, training. Uh, four days of intense uh, training. Because uh, he obviously sees things where he shouldn't, and he doesn't see things where he should. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So... Uh, See, he needs like a slideshow. Like, okay, which one of these is wrong? <laughs> one of these things is <laughs> not like the other. Exactly. So this is wrong, then? If, That's if, very if wrong. loving gnomes enough. is wrong, he all doesn't right. want to be right. So, Mr. Ritchie, we will see you. Uh, we'll see you real soon. But again, thank you for all your work. We're very excited about uh, episode two. And, and thanks to everyone who's been contributing to this. Uh, I had a great time writing the article that I submitted. And uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, real soon. So thank you, sir. All right. Goodbye. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Hopefully this article, this magazine will be better than what we ended up with. The first one. Yeah. Well, and what is interesting, a version of this did actually happen, just to be perfectly blunt. That that picture we were he was going to use and the legal department did <laughs> did have an issue with it. Uh, oh, that's true. And we did. And it was a meeting. Yeah. Whether he remembers it or not. Now I know I need to put this stuff in writing. Yes, apparently. apparently you need to document it. It's not sufficient to have right. a. Well, at least you should have sent a memo memorializing the meeting. Yes, to confirm right. the agreed understanding yeah. that's been reached. This, this, is yes. the follow-up, that's right, this is the follow up to our meeting, and uh, uh, I'm sending to you and, and copying all parties so that this is aware. You don't need to reply, though it would be appreciated so we know acknowledgement of it so there's no f- further ambiguity. Absolutely. That'll be next time. Yeah, so the problem for, for Rob is as someone who you're, you know, you've done HR law and I'm a manager and all my days is figuring out ways not to get sued, we, we do this a lot. So again, thank you for him for that. This is big, a pushy, a big production. All rights reserved.